everyone. We sure appreciate you tuning in to our podcast today. I'm Robin Swift, the president of the Servant Leadership Institute, and I'm so excited about our program today. Um, We're going to highlight a program that's having a super positive impact on high school students here in Carlsbad, California, where the Institute is headquartered. And whether you're a parent, a student, a leader, or just a lover of personal development, I think you're going to really enjoy this podcast and you're going to see why we're so inspired by uh, the students that we've met in this program. So um, I will share with you that of all the SLI training experiences um, we've been involved with over the past, say, nine years, this is by far the most gratifying for me personally. Um, I think we can really see the difference we can make um, on an individual, on a young life that might really impact them in the future. So as we uh, introduce you to our special guest today and hear her experiences of this program, I think you'll see why we're so um, just gratified by being part of this program. The Carlsbad Student Leadership Academy is funded by the city of Carlsbad. And what happened was the city was looking for a long time for a way to address issues affecting youth and just to further develop emerging youth leaders through civic education and service learning opportunities. And so they partnered with the Servant Leadership Institute and another great group called Youth School. And we developed this 10-week academy. And now we've had, uh, we're in our fourth uh, session and in our second year. So, but that's, that's a preamble, but what I'm excited about now is to, just to break this down for you so you can truly understand how profound a program like this can be in any community, in any place in the world, really. So I have a very, very gifted young individual with me today, and her name is Anisha Johnson, and she has the distinction of being a graduate of the very first CSLA class. Yay! And she's also completed a special CSLA uh, 2.0 summer session, which I'll have her uh, share more about. And that was a kind of organically came about. So it's that's super exciting as well. So Anisha, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Good. Well, um, like I said, there's nothing like um, sharing with our audience from somebody who's actually gone through the program. So I'm just going to ask you, first of all, just to tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into kind of your experiences and, and the transformation, if you will. All right. Awesome. So as you know, you're, you all are talking are listening to a gu- guinea pig right now because I was in the very first session, and it was an amazing experience. I learned a lot from it. I guess we'll get more into that later. Um, I am 17 nearly, so a senior, and I am getting ready to go to college. I have been homeschooled my whole life by my mom, so I've been able to explore a lot of what I'm interested in from a very young age. I think that's helped me out a lot because I kind of know that I don't have one direction but many, and I've been able to go in all of them. That's been great. I... I like to think I'm a good student, but I also goof off a little sometimes. <laughs> but I love to read, and I do it so much that sometimes 
people have to physically drag me out of the house or I won't get exercise. I also love doing math. I really enjoy all my school in general, but I have an RC side. I like to doodle, draw, you know, write music, things like that. And currently the top item on my bucket list is to go to France. Wow. Well, that's a great, you know, capture of you, a great description and and moment there uh, for you to share with us. And I'm going to go back before we get into kind of the explanation of the program and just in my memory, the we here we are at the Institute's Training Center in Carlsbad and it was our first evening um, of the program and we didn't know what to expect. We had around 30 high school students throughout different, um, as long as you were a high school student, high, it could be homeschooled or any one of the uh, private schools, public schools, what have you. And um, you all came together and what I notice about you is it was really new for you to just be in this environment where a lot of the kids were connecting. They knew one another from playing sports against each other, even if they didn't go to the same school or different activities. And it was definitely different for you. What well, You really put yourself out there by being part of this program, didn't you? Yeah, it was definitely, it was a little tricky. I mean, I've been around a lot of homeschooled kids before. I've participated in homeschool co-ops where I was in classes, but there's something different about being in a room full of public school kids who see each other every day versus my homeschool co-op once a week. And not knowing anybody was definitely a, l a little scary, but I think my part the person I partnered up with that evening made it very easy to connect. So I was put at ease almost right away, but definitely walking in the room and seeing people laughing and talking to each other. They already knew each other and I was a little bit of an outsider. It was definitely quite nerve-wracking at first. But that's also um, a great sign of uh, a leader that you, you do take, you know, be courageous and, and put yourself out there to experience things and look what's come about. So, you know, kudos for you for, for taking that step. Mm -hmm. Thank and you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, what we intended to accomplish on this program, it's 10 weeks, and in the first four weeks, youth school helps students discover who they are, what their stories are, um, what makes them excited, and what are they passionate about. Uh, you know, parents will tell you, or friends, you should do this, you should do that, there's more jobs than this, or more money, or whatever it is, but we think it's really important to find early on, but what makes you, you, and, and what do you really see yourself doing in life? And then the next three weeks, we do lead school, which is servant leadership's part, where we teach servant leadership behaviors. Um, and we ideally want students to feel inspired that they've learned some of their gifts, and then they want to go out for the greater good, that to serve others. And then um, with serve school, the city presents um, and works with the students to come up with what are the issues that they feel passionate about in the community and how can they integrate their voice in making a difference. So that was our intention. And I'd love to hear your description of the program. And you know, let's talk about some of your aha moments throughout it, the program. Right. Well, in U School, uh, the first week, it definitely felt like you know, the city was trying to torture us all into <laughs> revealing our deepest <laughs> secrets. But once you get to know the person you're talking to, because you are paired up with the same person for the first four weeks, suddenly it becomes actually quite enjoyable, not just to talk about yourself, but also to listen 
to what they had to say. So that's why I am still in touch with that partner today because we, we shared a lot of valuable information with each other. So I would almost describe that as a way to make a new best friend. That seems, that's a fairly good description of the first four weeks. Whether or not that was the intention, I think all of us left those, first, those four weeks behind with a new best friend because we shared so deeply and we really, you know, went into the, we went so deeply into our personalities and we went so deeply into theirs as well. It's impossible not to come away from that without feeling like you've bonded with them. Well, I think absolutely. Um, I don't know that we ever wanted to be, you know, excruciating, but making connections is a key part making relationships developing relationships is a key part of being successful in life mm -hmm. and we felt that um, some of the students were just not sure how to just go up and introduce themselves to mm -hmm. say a, a, a job uh, prospect someone they might work for one day and how how do you just make those kind of connections so certainly that that was intentional to yeah. to make great connections mm -hmm. in that first yeah. part of that program yeah. i would have had no idea how to introduce introduce myself to anybody before but afterwards i feel a lot more confident about doing that now so well we certainly so saw that nice. just in how you describe yourself you know it was colorful and we felt a little insight into who you are so it's nice to see that you know learning these things uh, can make a difference so that was the first part of the program and then how would you describe as you went through the other parts of it, the lead school and serve school parts? Serve school was really about taking what we learned in youth school, but applying it to people that you didn't know because it, it was more about interacting with the rest of the group in serve school, whereas youth school had been about a one-on-one -on -one time with you and someone else. So it was the same sort of introduction but we were also learning valuable leadership skills at the same time and then trying trying to apply those along with the introdu introductory skills to other people from the group. So still still people you knew, but definitely not quite as well. There was still an element of uncertainty in there, but it was more about, I think, more building confidence, just like you school was, but this time extending uh, who you were confident to speak to, extending that to a larger group of people. Mm -hmm. And the last the last segment was about really applying those to people you had absolutely never seen in your life I think it was I think it was the final test of how much confidence you'd actually learned and how well you were able to execute on it with your teammates so you all worked on a passion project uh, an issue in the community after kind of learning how city government works and that mm -hmm. you know the city's intention was even to inspire students to possibly want to work for the city one day so that they they came in and explained remember the different departments and what the whole government structure was mm -hmm. which i found fascinating myself i don't mm -hmm. know that i ever really had that deep of a dive in learning yeah. and then they talked about some of the issues they wanted the youth voice to contribute to yes. um, do you remember some of those topics yes there was one i think the first one that would come to any graduate's memory was the one where we learned about uh, not putting wipes that do not decompose into That's the right. sewers. Yes. So that that was a very interesting topic, and there was also a police officer came to talk about homelessness, and there was someone to talk about getting out financial news to residents, 
and there was one about water treatment, I believe, mm -hmm. those, and recycling. Those were a few of the topics. Right, so we had the students pick the topic they wanted to explore, and then they met with their group and developed some ideas for not to solve the entire program, but mm -hmm. or problem, I should say, but how to contribute. You know, I think there was something also about parking and high remember that high school I don't know if that was your yeah, session oh, or no, not that, that but was, that was that a hot was topic well, yes and it was interesting to hear the students perspective and I think that's what's important in a community that we find ways to hear from our young people so that's why I think it's pro this program is profound it can make such a difference in the way that it's structured um, one of the things now you're very close with your mom I'm sure since you're homeschooled Definitely. but some of the um, parents uh, shared with some of us that wow you know I I'm really getting to know my child more than I ever could imagine and they're coming home from sessions and talking more and we're engaging we're putting our phones down did you hear those kind of comments from some of your classmates in in the sessions as you mean for my classmates in the um, in the CSLA group you were in, did they talk about? Did they talk about themselves more? Yeah, and with their parents, or did you hear that their perspective on that at all? I think, I mean, all all I can really speak to is how we interacted with each other. I know by the end of the course, we were joking around like we'd been together, you know, the whole ten weeks. I have I do not know about parents. But I can definitely speak to, you know, increased interaction between all of us as a group. Sure, yeah, no, that, that makes uh, good sense. It's, I think also um, it was quite exciting to see what came about after your group finished. Um, and I think we had one other graduate group that said, we want to keep going with this. And they came to us and said, what can we do? We don't, we don't want to stop. And so we developed the summer session CSLA 2.0, which was, I think you did five sessions of four hours. Yes, six sessions and one six. more to come. Wow, okay, yes. that's right. We still have another one. And tell us a little bit about that whole process of digging deeper into really wanting to not just stop in terms of, okay, we did the project in terms of what the class asked for. This was about, no, we want to help with this problem, right? Mm -hmm. It's been so much fun. So my team and I, we're about, we're about nine people total, I think. And this summer, we've been working on a project to get middle schoolers involved in community service and high schoolers as well, because a lot of people really want to do it but don't know how. So we're trying to bridge that gap. And in fact, our program is called Bridge because nice. that's, that's our intention. And we want high schoolers to be able to mentor middle schoolers through middle school. So we're hoping we'll have, you know, maybe two or three hour sessions every so often where a community service project is going on. The first one we plan is a beach cleanup. The second one we're hoping will be something about making blankets for the homeless, something along those lines. And we want high schoolers to be there watching the middle schoolers and mentoring them, talking to them, teaching them at the same time. So that's what we've been working on over the summer. And it was great because the sessions were four hours long each and we had two weeks between each session. So there was ample time to plan and really we were all able to give it our best. And I think we came up with a really brilliant idea together. Absolutely. I mean, it was amazing. And 
and and so inspiring. And I think also just with all that's going on in the world, and I think when you guys were started, the, the election was going on and all the mm -hmm. turmoil and the decisiveness going on in our country. These are the things that, the reason I think um, a program like this is has such widespread interest is does it make you feel like, hey, we can do something? We can't solve all the world problems, but in our community, we are making a difference. We can make a difference. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been feeling that. I think that was one of the things I picked up from CSLA too, that you know, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter if what you want it to happen doesn't get done. If you have the will to do it, it will get done somehow in some form. Someone will come along to help you. And even just the smallest of things, you know, like starting middle schoolers off young doing community service, even a tiny thing like that could change the world because who knows where those students will go someday. So I feel like we really are changing the world, not just now, but for the future too. Wow, that's that's so that's just so inspiring to hear, and I, I love that. That that keeps me going. I, I got to tell you, that's just the best. What are if you had to say these are the top three things that my involvement in this program from the the first session and then going to the advanced session, what are the top three takeaways for you? Well, I learned in no particular order. I learned that <laughs> collaboration can be a tricky business. It doesn't always work the first time because everybody has conflicting ideas and you start out all having your own agenda. But by the end of it, I think the mark of a good leader is to be able to mesh their agenda with everybody else's. So by the end, you're all working for a common goal and things really get done. But, you know, I can't always expect a collaboration to work from the very start. There might be some hiccups, but as long as we do have a common goal, uh, what I want and what everyone else wants, we'll all be, we'll be uh, able to make all of it happen. I also learned there are multiple ways to make things work, so you shouldn't be too fixated on one idea and mm -hmm. just keep saying to yourself, you know, I, I can make this work, I just have to think about it from, from a different angle. And the last top takeaway was maybe it's really worth it to take some time to get to know yourself because... If you don't like what you see, that means you you have now empowered yourself to actually change it. And no matter what, you will come away feeling a lot more confident about yourself than you did before. Wow, those are three very powerful lessons. And I'm going to, for our audience, I'm going to repeat those, if you will, um, to help out here to make sure we we don't forget this these amazing lessons that you've learned. Just first, the collaboration part. You know, a good leader works with the team to align the teams for a common vision. Mm -hmm. When everybody feels, yeah, I had part of that. Like you say, I may not have had my whole way, but a couple of my ideas or whatever were integrated. So a good leader is about aligning and making people feel they all matter, right? Mm -hmm. And then number two, staying flexible. You don't always, you know, get your way, and you want to make sure you are um, agile in how you go about solving things that there's more than one way so stay flexible is what I wrote down here when you're talking mm -hmm. and the final one that take the time to get to know yourself in servant leadership our first level of training is about self-awareness you know we say look at yourself in the mirror first um, and so there's a lot of if you don't like something about yourself like you're saying you can do something about it Absolutely. so self-awareness being very mm -hmm. important in terms of leadership well those are fantastic I will I will remember those those are wonderful um, 
lessons to keep, you know, in the forefront as you go through your life. And I know you're at the point right now of applying for colleges. <laughs> yeah. Pretty stressful time, right? Very. <laughs> Well, I have a I have a feeling you're going to do pretty good. Thank you. I sure hope so. <laughs> so initially, when you looked at this program and you had to apply and the application, there was a video had to produce. What was your motivation for getting involved in the program? My motivation, I will I will be very candid about admitting that when I heard about it, uh, you know, a few a month or two before I applied, I knew it existed because my mom mentioned it to me, and at first I thought great, this is going to help me get into college. Then I spent a month thinking about it, and I realized it's actually a lot more than that because it would be, I was not a very, I was very shy. I still am very shy. I don't particularly enjoy talking about myself, but I'm a lot more confident about doing it now. And I, in that month, when I was thinking, that's what I realized, that if I went through with this and if I could succeed, I would come out a lot stronger and better able to handle myself in situations like this. And then I realized how valuable it would be. And then I, I thought, okay, I have to make the best application I possibly can because this opportunity is too good to miss. Wow, that's fantastic. And I know that um, in the first couple sessions when I asked the students, so how's it going? What do you think so far? And they go, well, this wasn't what I expected. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we heard that a lot. Mm -hmm. But in a good way, I think, you mm -hmm. know. And I also was... Um, it's kind of sad in a way for me to see because I'm pretty removed from seeing, you know, high school students on a regular basis uh, at, at my job. But I, it was somewhat sad to see just how stressed in general everybody, the students would say, I'm just so stressed. We just have so much we're trying to do, you know. And adding another layer like going also to academy of a was was in what we didn't want that to be was stressful, that mm -hmm. it's a place that they could feel safe and and explore who they were and, and something different just not you know tasks homework 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 kind of experience yeah. mm -hmm. so i think that um hopefully we accomplish that oh definitely definitely how would you say this experience of being part of a, a leadership academy at this stage of your life i mean what do you think the biggest impact of it has been so far and anything you anticipate in your future regarding the lessons you've learned here I think definitely the confidence is the biggest thing. I've had, I mean, I've done public speaking before for, you know, various homeschool reports that I've given in front of people, but I never enjoyed it. And I was, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't give it my best effort. But now that I know how satisfying it can be to stand up in front of people you don't know and just speak about something that you really love, that you worked hard on, with your team, it can be a lot of fun. So I have a better attitude towards uh, confidence in public speaking in, g in general now. I think that was the biggest impact because without that, I might have gone through life not ever wanting to put myself out there. But now I'm a lot more confident about doing that. So I think, I think if any of the lessons I've learned will help me go far, it will be that one. Well, that's a great thing to overcome as a senior in high school because many people battle with that throughout their whole professional life. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad this lesson <laughs> came when it did. Absolutely. I'm also curious just how, how what is your kind of take on the fact that we're introducing young people to city government processes and then inspiring them to, to serve their community, to get involved. I mean, what kind of impact do you think this can have? Because we're still fairly new, so we don't have lots of 
legs yet to see what the mm -hmm. impact, but we're, we're, we like what we see so far, but what do you think the impact could potentially be? I think it could be enormous. As someone who has been through, through this program and got a glimpse into the inner workings of government and actually presented a, a student leadership project, I can say I definitely felt more comfortable knowing there was a strong, you know, well-functioning government that had our backs. So I think teaching, teaching people that, you know, the government really does. And I remember something uh, I was told the other day by Courtney. She said, we have money in our budget for your projects. And I was completely blown away that they'd actually prepared for us. So I think it's really important to learn about the government because they, you know, they do want to help you in the end. That's what, that's what they are there for. And it can make not just teenagers, but anybody feel so much more confident actually executing their service leadership projects when they know that there are people watching out for them who can help them if they need it. That's amazing and just shows the confidence they have in all of you, you mm -hmm. know, that yeah. they're worthy. They're not going to set aside funds that aren't going mm -hmm. to, you know, bring fruition to some yeah. aspect of yeah. what they're looking it, for. It really makes us want to do our best because we, we don't want that money to go down the drain. We want something good to happen to it. So, you know, when you're when you're told like when you know the government is there for you you feel like you you have to do your best you can't let them down so in a way some people might find that nerve-wracking that's one more person you know uh staring down your back but i say it's one more person who's there to help you that you need to impress because if you impress them it means you've done your job well and you've executed a really good service leadership project and that is important absolutely that's a great point well, you know, here at the Servant Leadership Institute, we are a leadership development company. We develop servant leaders, which are leaders who have a different mindset, as you know, and you learned a bit about. Mm -hmm. um, one that says, how can I bring value? I'm here to serve. Um, I'm here to inspire and equip the people that, I, uh, that follow me. So with that, give us your um, opinion on what makes a good leader. I think the most important thing is for a good leader, and not just servant leadership, but any leader, needs to be not just tolerant, but accepting of other lifestyles. Because if you're, if you're going to lead, if you're going to either lead a team or try to serve your community, it's like, it's like they are your team. They just don't know it yet. So you can't, you can't lead at all if you aren't going to be accepting of what other people have to offer and what their stories are. I think that's definitely most important, but I also think a, a uh, servant leader should be able to laugh about mistakes because it's, you know, it's a tricky business trying to do, trying to help other people sometimes can be a lot harder than it sounds. Mm -hmm. So mistakes will happen and it's good to be able to laugh about them and move on and fix them. And a good leader shouldn't be abrasive. I think it's important to let people know when they've done well but if you have something bad to say, try to paint it in as positive a light as you can because that'll help your team run more smoothly. And a leader should know how to utilize their strengths as well as other people. And I think another very important facet of a servant leader is that they should always be willing to do more than they have to to succeed, you know, go above and beyond. Wow, those are fantastic. Go. Uh beyond above and beyond yeah that that is very much um, many characteristics of a servant leader 
And the accepting piece, you know, a lot of that is about understanding people, right? Taking the time to build relationships. It's not really your role to judge. It's to lead to accomplish the mission of what you've set out to do. So if you can gain their trust, which we studied a bit in the in CSLA program about building trust. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a, a great way to describe that. And then the sense of humor piece, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you don't make mistakes, you're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, that's about putting yourself out there and trying things and it doesn't always go well. And mm-hmm. um, I, know, I, I know it on my job, I like to be silly and joke around and, and have a sense of humor to lighten the absolutely. stress up sometimes, yeah. the stress of the situation. And then that abrasive aspect of, you know, a command and control leader will have more of those characteristics to intimidate people. Um, Does it work in terms of them getting what they need to get done at that moment? Absolutely. There are very many uh, successful companies that have power leaders. But the question is, um, are they significant? You know, Mm -hmm. will people remember them? Are they successful and significant to people? And so there are, we feel, better ways to inspire people. And you will get amazing results if you care about people and show them that um, you're coming alongside them to help them be successful. So those are, um, I appreciate the way you described those characteristics. Very insightful. I I love it. Well, we're wrapping up our program here, but I just want to get a couple final thoughts from you. Um, Absolutely. Just one, if, if someone's considering their leadership style, you know, getting to know them, and they're looking at a servant leadership journey, um, you know, what would you, what would you recommend? What advice would you give them? The first piece of advice I'd give to an up-and-coming leader is just how if you're making a budget, you would, you would have room for fun in it, and you would have savings, you know, for also for fun, but for emergencies and mistakes. So I think just like that, you should try to have fun while you're leading because it is fun. But at the same time, you you should have a plan for emergencies and mistakes because, like I said, uh, mistakes will happen. Uh, Also have a very open mind and respect in order to be respected. If you want your ideas to be listened to, be equally willing to listen to other people's ideas. And savor the project you're doing while it lasts Mm -hmm. because someday it will be over you won't be able to go back and change it or you'll have to pass it on to someone else who and you have no idea how they will carry it on so do the best you can while you can do it because once you're done it's too late so give it your very best and don't stop until you get it right that's fantastic advice well any final thoughts you have about um the csla programming our dream and you've heard it from the mayor of carlsbad that this program catches on and we have far more of these uh throughout the world wouldn't that be wonderful you know we got to start somewhere and we have it here in carlsbad but we'd love to share this with other communities so what are your final thoughts well i definitely advise anybody listening if you're a teenager definitely consider if you're in carlsbad definitely consider this because it's a great option or at least maybe even start your own program if you really want to change the world it can happen and you don't, you don't even need to have other people working with you. If you do, it helps, but don't feel scared to try it on your own. And I advise anybody listening, if they have an idea but are scared to do something about it, write it down because someday you'll come back to it 
and you will be in a position to do it. And after CSLA, I adopted that method. Even though it wasn't taught in class, I felt like that was something that was going to be able to help me achieve my own dreams. And so far, every idea I've had that I wanted to execute, it has it has worked with that system. You don't have to tac tackle everything right away. Uh, you just have to have the will. And that is something that was taught in CSLA. If you have the will to do it, it can get done. So just write it down and keep dreaming about it and come back to it later and you will be able to succeed eventually. Fantastic. Keep dreaming. I love that. And if uh, anyone in our audience would like more information about this program, you can send me an email at info at servantleadershipinstitute.com. That's info at servantleadershipinstitute.com. And we'd be happy to share with you details about how this program came about and if we can give you any tips on how to start something in your area, we would love to do that. So please be in touch. With that, Anisha, thank you so much for sharing your experiences here with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. It was a pleasure. I'll keep in touch. We want to hear how things go for you. And we wish you so much success in landing the, the college of your dream. I have thank a feeling you. that's going to happen. <laughs> and many great things ahead. So keep it posted. Come back and talk to us, okay? Will do. I will do that thank you absolutely and thank you everybody for being with us today take care we hope you enjoyed this episode and for more information on the servant leadership institute visit us on our website that's www.servantleadershipinstitute.com and registration is now open for our 2018 servant leadership conference titled shift into drive on stage, we have the pleasure of having presentations by our founder, Art Barter, as well as Mark Miller, VP of Training and Development for Chick-fil-A. Returning from last year, we have Vicki Clark and also Ken Blanchard, with more speakers to be announced soon. The conference will be held at the Marriott Marquis in San Diego, California, February 19th and 20th, with a complimentary networking event, February 18th. And you can also subscribe now to receive our weekly tips by going onto our website. These are great short tips that are intended to challenge and motivate you while you are going through your servant leadership journey. And finally, we would love you to grab a copy of our latest publication, The Servant Leadership Journal, written by SLI founder and CEO, Art Barter. This is an 18-week journey to transform you and your organization, available now on our website and on amazon.com. Thank you for listening and allowing us to add value to your day.